Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GoDigital, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective. I really love family photographs, all of them, from the mystery images you find in shoeboxes and albums to the pictures you snap with your digital devices. No mystery is too small. A simple question about an image can lead to new stories of your ancestors. This means you can count on me to help you identify the people in them, offer solutions for preserving and organizing them, and yes, even guide you in the various ways to gather and share picture stories with your relatives. Welcome to The Photo Detective, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. Every fall, I start mumbling about the highway to the holidays, that hectic time of year that consumes any leftover moments of the day with preparations. The rituals, cooking, cleaning are all part of the holiday season, regardless of what event you celebrate and how many people are in attendance. This year is a different kind of year for all of us, a once in a century event. It doesn't mean I'm not decorating or sharing cooking with family though. I'll be delivering confections to doorsteps instead of trying to find extra room at the table or setting up a second one. So what are the traditions in your family? And do you have photographs of them? I have a tradition that's a little odd, and I'm actually a little embarrassed to admit it. I I photograph my Christmas tree. Yep, told you it was odd. Every year, I photograph the tree. And you might think, well, it looks the same every year, but it actually doesn't look the same every year. Last year, I confessed to my mom that I did that, and she said, well, what's wrong with that? I did it too. And I wondered, how could I not have known that? Well, I'm going through all the photographs and looking for all the Christmas trees now. When we were small and my grandmother and aunt were still with us, parsnips had to be on the table. Is there a particular food that says holidays to you? For me, it's definitely not parsnips. But it doesn't feel like the holidays unless I eat white turnips. It's the only time of the year I actually eat the turnips. For my husband, it's artichokes. It's possible that your family still follows some of the customs and traditions for the holidays celebrated by their ancestors. In fact, you're probably familiar with certain symbols or foods, but the exact origins of those legacies might be unknown, lost through the generations. To explore the history and significance of your family's holiday traditions, or to develop new ones, try a variety of research techniques. A general search like holiday history will turn up a few hits, but if you want specific details, look for material using a particular one like the name of the holiday 
the symbol or the food. See something in a family photograph, a holiday photograph, and you don't know what it is? Use Google Images and see what you can find out at images.google.com. Here's something in my family. Every Christmas, my mother-in-law used to put out a little Santa Claus-like figure called the Belschnickel. I wanted to know more about this guy, so I typed his name into Google. I discovered that he's a Pennsylvania German character that traveled farm to farm on either December 6th or Christmas Eve. The Belschnickel could be a man or a woman, and it's possible that Santa descends from this personality. However, instead of a red suit and black shiny boots, the Belschnickel wore rags, masks, or cast-off clothing, and carried either a whip or sticks. A misbehaving child was as likely to be hit as receive a treat. His presence at my in-law's house now makes a lot of sense. My father-in-law's family lived in York County, Pennsylvania in the early 19th century and had German roots. I'm happy to say that this little guy is now part of my holiday decor, and I love it. I love putting him on display. Of course, if your family still remembers who began the holiday traditions and their geographic origins, you won't have to look online or visit the library. All you'll need is to sit around a family feast be it in person or likely this year on Zoom, and share the memories. Record them for posterity using a camera to preserve this piece of your family history. Did you know you can record on Zoom? It's a great way to collect those family memories. What else do I want to talk about in this episode? Well, let's take a deep dive into captions on photos. If you've heard me lecture about photo identification, then you know I'll caution you to make sure that you verify the caption on the image. Did you watch Genealogy Quick Start? The link is in the show notes. We talked about four points of captions. Who wrote it? Did they know the person in the image? How did they write it? Is it true? Followed by, if it's not them, then who? That's where my signature five come in. The who, what, where, when, and why of an image. It's a series of questions that help you to get to know your pictures better. Who is it? What are they wearing? When was it taken? And if you're lucky, you might be able to figure out the why. And that's just the first layer of questions. For instance, Patty Lavinia Henry's family not only labeled the front of her photo, but wrote an extended family history, including her parents' names, who she married, and where, her children, and their spouses. I bought the framed image of Hattie at the Brimfield Antique Show a couple of years ago. So let's apply those quick start questions to this caption. Who wrote it? That's a mystery, but sometimes the person writing the caption included their name and a date for when they wrote it. Not in this case. Did they know the person in the image? It appears so. But whoever wrote it knew the month, day, and year of Hattie's first two children but not the year of birth for the rest. How did they write it? You might be wondering about this question, but some captions are typewritten, some are in ballpoint ink, and some, like this one, are written with a 19th century writing implement in ink. So the caption is of the period, and they may have known Hattie. Now, is the caption true? To figure this out, we need our genealogical research skills. I'm working on Hattie's mystery. Turns out there's another Hattie Lavinia Henry, but this one was born in the early 1870s, while the Hattie in my picture would have been born in the 1850s. 
I somehow wonder if it's a case of mistaken identity for one or the other. Right now, I don't have enough information to determine all the answers to these questions. Do you have an interesting caption or writing on the back of an image? Could you share it with me? I love these out-of-context messages. In an ironic twist, I own a photograph that's labeled on the front in ink that's gotten wet. But the message on the photo says that it was sent to an unknown person in the family for its safekeeping. The irony? Well, that didn't really work because I bought it in a random antique shop. Which brings me to a big question. Who's going to inherit your photographs? You might not have an answer. That's an open-ended question that most of us have. But I guarantee you, if you don't have someone to take your photographs, they're going to end up either discarded or in a random antique shop waiting to be purchased. Any last-minute gift givers? You might be interested in my Restore and Organize bundle that features Vivipix Restore, six months of MemoryWeb.me, and my Essential Photo Organizing course. It's usually $149. It's usually $149, but for the holidays, it's $99. That's like getting one of them for free. Vivipix Restore will take your photographs from blah and faded to gorgeous. MemoryWeb is the photo organizer created by family historians for genealogists. If you've ever wondered what to do with all your real photos, then my essential photo organizing course is for you. This limited time offer expires on December 25th. Don't miss my webinar, Ask the Experts, featuring Nancy Desmond of MemoryWeb and Rick Voigt of Vivipix on December 17th at 3 p.m. Eastern. The link to register is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media, leave me a rating and a review. And if you know of a friend or family member who's also interested in family photographs, share this episode with them too. See you next time. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.